Welcome to the Mum Boss Podcast, hosted by me, Renee O'Neill. I'm your host, life and business coach for mums, and a mum of two myself. I'm here to help you be the present mum you're wanting to be, whilst also having a successful business, because you can have both. It doesn't have to be one or the other. You have come to the right place if you're a mum who dreams of time and financial freedom and wants to be fulfilled in life alongside motherhood. This podcast is a place where you can come to be inspired and empowered whilst also getting tangible tips, advice and strategies to help you in your life and business. So let's dive in. So welcome back to the podcast. I cannot believe this is episode 89. This podcast has been going for quite a while now and I have really, really loved and enjoyed having all of these amazing guests come on to the podcast. It is honestly such a joy for me and I love that I'm able to share all these incredible people with you as well. And so on that note, I do have another guest episode today for you. And this guest is actually quite special. Um, So Alicia Leetham, she is a coach, a speaker. She's a wife, a mom, a podcast host, and also an author. Her book was officially released into the world yesterday. So super exciting time for her as well. And Alicia is actually a big part of my own story and journey as well. So about five, six, it's probably pushing more like six years ago now, though, to be honest, um, I actually came across Alicia and and what she was offering. And I joined a free challenge of hers and sort of began um, my personal development journey with her. And so she's actually quite a big part of my journey. And, you know, she's she's a lot of the inspiration behind me becoming a coach myself. So I am incredibly grateful to have her on the podcast today and share her with you and all of the good things that we talk about. So in her book, and obviously in this episode, we talk about her signature six key method to unlocking your wellness. And she does that through these six gold keys, she refers them to, um, to well-being and, you know, really being able to be your best self and, you know, embody the person that you, you want to be. And so I'm very excited to bring this episode to you. So without further ado, here we go. Okay. So today on the podcast, I have Alicia and I am so, so, so excited that she's here. Um, so to give a little backstory, Alicia has actually been a huge part of my own journey, which is something that she probably was a little unfamiliar with even back then. Um, and I've only really informed her of that recently. Um, so about almost six years ago, it probably is six years ago. I don't really know the time frame anymore. Um, I was pregnant and with my second, and I had I don't even know how it came about, to be completely honest. I think I was scrolling on Facebook and something of Alicia's popped up. I joined like a challenge or something that she had going on. And from there, 
oh my gosh, it was like this like whole new world opened up to me that I legit did not know existed. And I then went down a completely different path and journey than I would have imagined. And it's led me to here. So she has been like a pivotal part of my own journey, which I can't even really put into words and explain because so much happened from that one thing. And so here she is on my podcast six years later. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. I'm I'm like kind of tearing up because I didn't know that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. It's just oh. one of those things, isn't it? Like you don't, I think when you're an online person, you don't realize the impact you're actually making because quite often people like myself with you, we just quietly stay back. We do our thing. We know the difference you've made, but we don't often reach out and let that person know. So just know you've been a huge part of my journey. So for listeners who don't know who you are, Alicia, I'd love for you to share who you are, what it is you do and the impact that you make. <laughs> Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that we, our paths have, have crossed, um, like you said, six years ago. And I just think it's such a testament that like, you never know who's watching. You never know the impact you're making and you never know when it will continue to kind of come around. Um, so just, I think everyone just needs to keep going and just trust that, what you're doing is working. And sometimes you have to be the one to to recognize yourself that it is making an impact, even if you don't hear those stories as often as you would like to. But then when you do get to hear them, you're like, yes, this is amazing. Like, thank goodness my work is um, helpful and impactful, you know? Even if it is six years later. (laughs) Well, even if you find out six years later, right? It almost makes it like feel even a little bit better because then you think about, wow, I've been continuing to do this work for, I'm still doing it six years later. And I would hope that I'm getting better, right? And improving. And so it's just getting better and better, right? Um, But to know that you can make that kind of impact from six years prior is pretty exciting, Uh, even when you're just starting. So yes, a little bit about my story. My name is Alicia Leadham. I'm a wellness coach um, and an author. It's like the first time I get to say that because my book is coming out in a couple of weeks, which is very exciting. Um, And uh, the book is called The Six Gold Keys to Wellbeing. It's a guide to living a happy and healthy life. And um, I basically what I did is I put together my own framework to wellbeing that I have witnessed and um, come to realize and understand are the six main things that are, that really make up a well human, that make up a very healthy, happy, you know, inspired, fulfilled, complete, whole person over the work that I've been doing in the last decade in the wellness industry. So um, about 10 years ago, I entered into the wellness world by starting a healthy living blog. And that evolved into um, me discovering yoga, which from there I went and became a yoga teacher and that opened the doors to me to start teaching um, like wellness workshops at the studio. I ended up becoming a certified wellness coach not long after that. Um, And then the studio, a lot of the people there started following me online. And then that kind of led me to do and bring my work online. So um, since then, I really focused on doing a lot of wellness uh, courses, um, you know, coaching programs, 
and then retreats, which were very exciting and very fun. And so I did that for, uh, yeah, like six, seven, almost eight years. But at the beginning of the pandemic, so almost two years ago, um, I, all of a sudden I was just like, oh my gosh, I need to put myself in and help these very stressed business people who have to go into an office and now have to, you know, stay home. And like the whole world is being turned upside down. And I want to offer them some guided meditation sessions. So I, um, just started putting myself out there and accidentally pivoted into now really offering and working with a lot of leaders and professionals in, um, you know, the corporate world essentially to teach them how to be a well person so that they can lead better. And now what's interesting is, is that's a lot of who I'm working with right now, but I believe that anyone listening is likely a leader. If you're a mom, you're a leader, right? If you're a business owner, you're a leader. If you're a professional in some way, you're a leader. So many, many of us are leading and maybe that might, might not look in the uh, exact traditional way that we thought or see it as. Um, so it does spill out into a lot of a lot of different people and uh, meeting them where they're at. So what I do now is I teach uh, a lot of everything that I've been learning and implementing and teaching over these last ten years that I put into my book. That is now my my framework and what I teach people on. And a big part of that is not necessarily um, the the wellness. Uh, tools, that's part of it. But a really big part of it is, is helping you to change your mind and teaching you to change your beliefs and teaching, you know, planting seeds of change in your mind so that you can then follow through and make the habit change, change the action, do the things that you learn about in my framework. So that's a little bit about me and my background. <laughs> oh, amazing. I can't believe that you know, you're going to have 10 years of your, your work, your experiences, your, you know, all of these things combined into one book that we can all access. Like to me, I think there is so much value in a book that somebody has, you know, burst into the world because it is literally every bit of their goodness put inside a book that we can we can obtain so easily so I cannot wait for your book to come out I feel like it's going to be like my bible that I like refer to all the time and <laughs> oh my gosh I feel like I could even like gift it to clients to be like you need this in your life <laughs> wow thank you that means a lot yeah I, and it is it is pretty cool to think about it in that way right and like oh this is just a little of everything that I've been doing put into one, one resource and one guide. And that was actually my intention for it was I want it to be a resource guide that you read through once, but then you go back to over and over again for like, oh, I need to look this up for like this, you know, idea here, this um, meditation here, this affirmation here, this, et cetera, et cetera. So. Yeah. And I love that you've like, it's created uniquely from you, you know, like it's your framework. So you are not going to be able to get this anywhere else. Like it's something that right. is that you have created. And, you know, as I spoke about in the beginning was I, I shared the impact that you had on me just from six years ago in a smaller 
you know, setting. So I can't imagine how powerful this book's going to be and how transformational it's going to be for people. So I'd love for you to share, I guess, a little bit about about the book and the framework within it um, and how it can, I guess, help us, you know, how can it help us in our day-to-day life and, and you know, really, really change the path like, like it can. Definitely. So it's essentially a way for you to dive deeper into your journey of well-being, right? Because it is definitely a journey um, that I believe is a lifelong journey. And every stage of life that you're at, you're in different um, phases, right? You're in different change, different things are happening. And the thing about the framework is it's your foundation. It's your foundation to build upon. It's like coming back to what you need for your everyday to build upon that. So it's not every single thing to do with well-being, but I promise if you follow and live these keys, you will create a very solid foundation that when life kind of kicks you down, you'll be, you know exactly how to keep yourself going and then like go to the next level again and again and again. So the framework, the six keys are um, the key of sleep, the key of nutrition, movement, nature, mindfulness, and intention. And so they do kind of work where like, if you don't know where to start, start at, you know, sleep and then kind of work your way up. But also you might be um, really strong in one area and then needing to learn more and dive deeper into another key. Uh, Actually, I have an assessment tool that we created last summer based on it. So you can, it's free, you can take it on my site and it'll tell you, you know, which of the keys are your, your biggest strengths and then which of the keys you could really start with um, diving deeper into. And so where the gold comes in, it's actually an acronym, G-O-L-D. And what it is, is it's a powerful um, journaling tool and technique to help you integrate the tools that you're learning for each key, okay? So you're gonna read it and you'll be like, wow, I just got a ton of information in this chapter about sleep, for example. I don't even know where to start. And so what, once you have the key to start with, what I have you do then is go through the gold acronym. Like you're gonna turn your, you're gonna turn whatever is going on into gold through this, right? So let me just take you through it. So the G stands for what's going well. So no matter what you're doing in that area, there's something that you're doing that's working. And this is so important to start with what's working. What, you know, what, what am I doing well here? Because you have to identify that you are always doing something well in that area. And once you find that, you identify that, like, okay, that gives you that boost. That gives you that like validation and confirmation of like, I'm, I'm not starting from nowhere. I do know something I'm, I can do, you know, build upon what I am doing. So once you've done that, then you move into the, O, which is the obstacles. Then you can dive into, okay, what are the things that I have to be real with myself that are, are, getting in the way here. Maybe I am a definite, like I procrastinate and and going to sleep. And I do like the whole sleep revenge thing because I'm a mom and I need to stay up and scroll on TikTok till 1am because that's the only time that I have to myself. That would be like, okay, this is an obstacle of me feeling like the only time I get to myself is, you know, after late after the kids go to bed. And um, that's actually an obstacle to you getting the deep sleep that you need. I'm just 
gonna keep using the sleep example for you to really live your best life, right? Like if you improve your sleep, that's gonna improve every single area of your life. <laughs> you can't really build upon anything else without having a good quality night of sleep. So once you once you get real with yourself, say, all right, these are the obstacles, this is what I'm dealing with, this is what I'm going through. Then you can go through the L, which is what am I learning? What is what is this whole thing teaching me about myself? And this is really important because you have to identify, give yourself permission to say, what's this teaching me? What am I learning about this? And how can I allow myself to see what that is so that I can then decide what I'm gonna do next, which is what the D is, do. Okay, now you've understood this, what am I gonna do next? What's the one thing I'm gonna do now? And then you can move in and, and shift into doing it. So the goal helps you kind of like give you this framework with each, each and every key to unlock um, even deeper of like, okay, You've read, now how do you integrate? How do you live it? How do you be it? And um, dive into it. So at the end of the book, um, I do also after the six keys, there are, is a section where we talk about the four obstacles and a path forward. So there's, there's these four obstacles that I've seen over and over and over and over again in my clients over the years that are a lot of mindset obstacles that we really address. And like, hey, these are the things you're gonna run into in your journey that's lifelong. And um, let's just address them. And here they are. So that's a lot about the book. Amazing. It is literally gold. Like, <laughs> it's not like a book that you just read. You go, okay, yep, I feel really inspired by it. You close it up, you walk away and you sort of don't think too much about it. It's a book that you actually you know, you really take in, you absorb it, you you put these practices into place and it's you've, you've built it so it's actually interactive. So it doesn't just, you know, teach you something. It actually helps you, I guess, almost like self-learn, you know. It, it gives you the tools to learn for yourself so you can actually take all of this and turn it into gold, like you said. Like, I cannot wait yeah. to, to get my hands on it. And it's funny you talk about sleep with mums because, you know, you're mm -hmm. a mum yourself and sleep is that area that tends to be, like I know with my clients, sleep is the thing that Im impacts them the most. And as you've already said, that having your sleep impacted has such a flow-on effect through your whole day, your whole life. So if we can just, you know, look at just that one area and be able to focus in on that and go, okay, how do I get my sleep better through using the tools in your book, getting yourself better on that and then going, okay, well, what's my next thing that I'd love to improve and go from there. So I love that this book is going to take someone legit on a journey back to their wellness. And I think in particular mums, because we are so good at giving to everyone else and leaving ourselves last and, this is this is where we'll be impacted probably the most I feel yes I I mean before becoming a mom you know you hear about the lack of sleep but um experiencing it wow and <laughs> I actually started writing the book the chapter on sleep when my baby was like a week old and I'm like wow this is I gotta just be honest here and I even put in a, a part of it about you know if you have kids and that's a big part of, of why maybe you're not getting the best sleep but yeah I totally agree that if that's like a really big area just shifting and and like okay I'm just gonna focus on that what are the things that I can 
change up in my life to better support my sleep. Um, because it is it, just a foundation. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, it's also supporting the season of life you're in because for you, your little one's still quite little. Mine are now nine and almost six. So, you know, it, I'm in a different stage where I feel very blessed. I've got my sleep back. Like it's, it's mine again, but this book will be able to help support you through all your seasons of life as well. And I love that you have been able to talk about it from the point you were in then with a one week old baby getting probably <laughs> very minimal sleep. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I had to kind of pull out my tools again and then just like a reframe, right? Well, because a, a big part of the reframe is actually there's research that says if you if you acknowledge, if you don't acknowledge the little sleep you had and instead just said, I slept great, I slept great, I slept great, I slept great, you feel better throughout the day than if you say you slept terrible. So just not even like giving it any time of day, just not even focusing on it. I, I know it's hard in the very beginning. Now I can say this with a little more you know, confidence because she's a year and a half, almost, well, she's 16 months. Um, so it's a little bit easier, but just not even focusing on how little sleep that you're getting and knowing that it is a phase of life or that it's just a season that's going to end. It helps a ton. Absolutely. And it's funny, isn't it? Like you and I both know how powerful our words are, even if we're not actually voicing them to anyone, even if they're just words we're repeating to ourselves. And I think sleep's one that, you know, when you are in when you do have your little ones and they're not sleeping, you go throughout your entire day being like, I'm so tired. I didn't get enough sleep last night. Like, I can't wait till I get sleep. Like, it's something you have on replay unconsciously without even realizing you're, you're saying these things. So um, I love that within your book, you have a section dedicated to mind work and and looking at that because I think it's something we do completely unaware and you know you might feel like you're you're struggling day to day and you don't even really know why and so I think being able to do this quiz and then get the book out will help you determine where is it that I need a little bit more support and then you've got that there as a reference to to help guide you yes yes exactly so when does the book come out so it is going to come out April 30th, April 29th, April 30th. So I think for Australia, that's, yeah, it'll be the 30th. <laughs> yeah, it's so, the time things get so I know. I'm like, I, I feel, always feel like I'm in the future compared to somebody like in America. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a day ahead. So it's like the future. <laughs> yeah, I love talking about Australians. I'm like, so it's the next day for you. How's Thursday? You know, Wednesday night for me. <laughs> Yeah, I, love oh, that. I can't wait for your book to come out. Are you celebrating it in some way? Yeah, we have. Well, okay, so we moved back locally. Um, well, locally, I mean, in like to my hometown. The whole, you know, the pandemic threw everything up in arms for everyone, right? The whole world, it affected everyone in different ways. Um, and me, I had a baby and sold my house, moved closer to home. Uh, and so what's been really fun is kind of getting connected with the local community again. Right. And so we've been working with a lot of, um, like local businesses and whatnot. So we're actually doing a ribbon cutting and a book signing like event live in person 
It's going to be so exciting right on the Mississippi River because I live in the Midwest. Um, and uh, yeah, so but that's not until June. So it's a little bit of time in between of when the book actually um, comes out. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. It's funny you yeah. mentioned the pandemic because I feel like the pandemic, obviously there's been highs and lows with it, um, not to take away from everyone's experiences, but it's also nice that you can acknowledge all the good things that have come from that as well, to be liable to be like, you know, because of this thing that happened, it helped shift my perspective and my direction to, to the things that I value more or that you know, I feel better in. And for you, you had so much change happen when the pandemic hit. Like, like wow. legit, you you stepped into a whole new person almost because when you become a mom, it's like a whole new chapter of life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But now that you mentioned it, yeah, basically every single part of my life, the foundation of my work has been the same, but even like the way that I, I do that, I, start, I started the book and then, yeah, pretty much everything. So... Um, but I, am sure most of you listeners can relate of like, yes, this happened to me, this changed here, even just inside. I feel like everyone inside is just like, I I've changed. I'm so different. I, you know, it's, it's, it's changed us. And some hope, hopefully a lot of it, people can see the good for themselves at this point, now that we're kind of on the outs. Um, but I think it's going to take years for a lot of us to, understand the kind of trauma that we all went through and are able to um to work through that too you know it's like when you're in it you can't even really understand everything that that you're trying to process and so I think in these next few years it's just like this processing of like really coming to terms with it all um that happened and then the changes in your life and you know everyone else that it's really going to help you to move forward in the way you want you know yeah, I think it is being able to reflect and and take the good and the positive that has come from it because I know that there has been a lot of suffering and there's been, you know, a lot to deal with for everyone. No one has, I, I don't feel like anyone has gone through it without feeling impacted in some way, shape or form. But I think being able to look back and go, okay, you know, some really good things have come from this Um and, you know, hopefully it's it's helped put everyone on a better path and, you know, doing yeah. the things that they love and enjoy and that, you know, means so much because I think it helps really magnify the fact that life is so short and, you know, we need to be enjoying every single day that we've got and, and, and making our lives the best that we possibly can. And that's why I love your work so much and what you do because, this is, this is what you're so passionate about and have been like in the entire time I've known you, even though, yes, how you deliver your work might've changed over the years, the core things that you love yeah. have always stayed the same. And I love that. And I love that you're about sharing, sharing the love and hope and inspiring people to live better lives for themselves in all aspects of life. It's not just one aspect. It's well, it's six, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I like that. <laughs> yes, that was so well put. And I, it's true. I mean, isn't that the point of life is to enjoy our life? It's to enjoy your life. Enjoy it. Love it. And, but that's the thing is, I feel like, and that's why I even got into this whole work in general it, to begin with is because I felt like I was just waiting for something to come and change and save me, you know, just waiting. Like, when's life going to get better? When's it going to get better? And I realized I, I was on a trail walk one day 
um, and like, I was like in my dark night of the soul, right? And I'd been listening to some Oprah and I was like, I was on this trail and I literally got lost, okay? I got lost in this trail by myself. All of a sudden the storm comes rolling in. This sounds like a movie. And I just start crying. Cause I, you know, I didn't know what I was doing. I was unemployed. I like couldn't figure anything out in my life. And I just remember thinking like, Alicia, no one's coming to save you. You have to save yourself. Like I, and then I, the Oprah, the Oprah quote, I am the captain of my, of my soul. Something like that. I'm the, I'm the captain of my soul. What is that exact quote? Um, that really, really brought me to my knees. And I just, I felt like it just, that was like a defining moment. And I went home and I thought like, what, what am I going to, what am I going to do for myself? Like I'm in charge here. And then I felt like I was talking to the universe and just saying, show me, like, help me, you know, I'm ready now. Show me the, what I need to learn, what I need to know. And all of a sudden, like some books fell, in, fell into my lap, quote unquote. And it just kept opening the doors, right? And I feel like that's just a testament to like when you open yourself up to, to limitless possibilities and you open yourself up to truly change and you're, you're becoming like a willing participant and whatever it is that you need to learn, um, it comes to you and it arrives for you. And like you step into that, you know what I mean? Oh, yes, I absolutely do. But it's, I guess it's hard because it can be really hard to tap into that intuition to let it guide you. Like, I feel like we create a lot of resistance into the things that we want because then we, we let our fears take over or, you know, you might have this like gut feeling like you're feeling like you want to do something, but then all of a sudden you let your mind take over and you're like, I can't do that because I, you know, all these fears start coming in and it blocks us from doing the things that we want to do. But I think it is that being open and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. things start coming your way. And I know that happened to me because um, eight months ago, I quit my job and went all in on my business. And I was working at my local hospital, which in a global pandemic, fun. Um, and I was like, this is just not what I want anymore. This is not what I want. And as soon as I was like, what else is there for me? All of a sudden, things started happening exactly like what you just explained. Things start happening. And then all of a sudden, you're like, wow, there's a whole nother world here that I didn't even know existed because I, I was open to that possibility, like you said. And so, yes, I guess, do you have any advice or ways in which people can really be more open in their life and, and really trust their intuition a bit more to guide them? Yeah. The, the most important thing is just the willingness to be open. That's it. It's just the willingness to be open. Like I am, you could say, you know, I'm not sure of, of what my next step is, or I'm not sure why this isn't working for me. And I'm not sure why this, this door is just shut, but I am, I am setting the intention that I am willing to be open to the limitless possibilities that are available to me. And I'm, I'm not attached. I'm open to everything and attached to nothing. That's actually a Wayne Dyer quote that I love. I'm open to everything and I'm attached to nothing. The suffering doesn't come from 
um, the going after the things, the suffering comes from when you're attached to something needing to happen. And so when you release the attachment from something needing to happen and you're completely open to whatever comes, then that typically turns out better than what you imagine. Because then you can also go back to, you know, I'm going, I'm doing this. I'm putting my focus on this. It's this or something better. And I'm open to everything and I'm not attached to it. So when you live with that, like it's just the universe, just boom, boom, just surprise after surprise after surprise after surprise. And you don't even, you just get to flow through it. Right. Like you, you still have to show up and do your work. Right. And like be an active participant in it, but you don't have to be um, so afraid of not working because if that thing doesn't, I just, my core belief is if that thing does not work, it was not meant for me. And there's unlimited, open, better possibilities available to me that I haven't even thought of because I can't even think of those and I am just willing to allow it in. You know what I mean? Oh, that is so powerful. And I think your <laughs> own journey shows that too, because, you know, 10 years ago when you you started, you probably wouldn't have wrote out this is how the next 10 years would have played out but you know what from where you were 10 years ago thinking about the future I bet it's turned out 10 times better than you thought yes exactly and because of that I can trust the same for the next 10 years right I don't have to be so attached that it has to be this way even if even if I have my intention and my heart set on something I don't have to be like it needs to happen in that way because I can trust that it's going to unfold better than what I can imagine as long as I keep my heart open and stay in that energy, right? Um, the other thing about that is um, Steve Jobs, he always says, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking back. And so I think that's really helpful as you're on your path and on your journey. Like, yeah, it sounds like everything's just lining up for me now. Like, oh, look, after 10 years, she has all this, this framework and this model. And like, it just lined up perfectly. Believe me, it did not. Um, And the only reason it's connecting the dots now is because we're looking backwards, right? That's it. And so just trust that you can't connect them forward, only looking back. And so that's why you have to just be totally open as you move forward. I think that is a really important thing to remember. And the fact is too, we all go through highs and lows to get to where we're we're going as well. And I think remembering that because if you might be listening to this at the moment and you're in a low part of life, know that, you know, we have ebbs and flows throughout life. So things are going to pick back up again and you still can get to exactly where you want to go, but know that there's no like linear path is there. It's like you're going to experience the highs and lows regardless. But in reflection, when you look back, it's so easy to be like, it all worked out perfectly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. And that's, it's so true. Like you, the whole journey is up and down. Um, but that's part of it because what's the point if it's not that you're here to learn, it's like earth school. And if we're not learning things along the way, then what's, what's the point of everything just being perfect all the time, you know? Yeah, exactly. Something I always try and remind myself of is, you know, things are either working out exactly as I want them to be, or I'm going to be learning something from it. And so it, it helps you when things don't work out the way you want to, because it happens. Like I'm sure it's happened to you as well, where you, you wanted something so badly and then it didn't, it didn't work out for you. And you, you know, you, you, you're okay to feel however you feel in that, but know that that 
that thing that hasn't worked out for you has actually probably taught you something and you've learned a lot of lessons from it that you can take to that next thing. So I think that's, that's something good to always remember. Yeah, hundred percent. So I'd love to know being that um, you're a mom and you're running this amazing business, you've, you know, you're about to release a book into the world, you're doing all the things. I'd love to know how do you manage all of these things that you've got in your world? <laughs> um, okay. I love this question. And I love the, one of the things that I love about being a mom now is I get to relate to other moms about like the doing it all and, and figuring it out. Because I'll be honest, it did throw me for a loop once I had her. I was like, oh, this is permanent. And I am not going to be able to go back to the way I was living my life before and having my three hour morning routine with uninterruptions after I slept in. And then I get to, you know, have all these things in the way that I wanted it to. So I asked for a lot of guidance. I asked the universe, I'm like, please show me and teach me how I can still be me, my core and do my practices and live my life and still be a mom and like, you know, grow my business and whatnot. So I think, a, I know a huge part of it is, um, learning to delegate <laughs> and ask for help and receive the help. Those are the most important things. If I'm, if I'm not receiving the help, I need to ask for help. And I'm constantly asking myself, where can I accept myself? Where can I allow more um, support in my life? So my husband, he's a huge support system. We um, had planned this for, for years, which is kind of why we waited to have a baby to begin with, was we knew we both wanted to be established in our, in our businesses and be working at home together so that we could just kind of tag team um, with our kids. Right. And so that was the intention and, um, having that foundation in place, like has, has helped us a ton because we see it as like partnership of like, okay, he's running his business. I'm running mine. We just kind of trade off throughout the day. So that support system is really, really helpful. Um, moving back closer to home and having family around has been really helpful as well. Um, and again, that's a testament to, I didn't know that I needed it and I didn't know that it would help me as much. Um, so I thought I was like, I can't believe I'm like moving out of California and moving back to, you know, the area that I grew up in the pandemic. Um, but it ended up being better than I imagined that it would be. Right. Um, so that's been super helpful having them too. And then getting very, very, very clear on who I am, why I'm here, and what are the most important things for me that I want to do in my life and saying no to everything else. So over the years, I've gotten really, really clear of like, what are my values? What do you, how do I want to live my life? And so when I schedule my days and I schedule things very, I have like time flows, we like to call them. Like we just kind of like, you know, this flow is happening. This flow is happening. It's not like to a T, but enough that this, the, what I do on my calendar, what I do in my day is what's the most important thing to me. Um, and so I figured out ways to continue doing those things with, with my daughter. So um, it's probably no surprise that because one of my keys is the key to nature. I think I love being in nature. It, it's, there's so many health benefits to it, um, <clears throat> especially mentally. 
And so I love hiking. I love being outside. I love being outdoors. And so instead of not being able to go on my hikes or my walks anymore, I just brought away. Right. So figuring out how to like kind of compound certain things, saying no to a lot of other things and receiving a lot of help, because I think that's a really big thing that as women um, really do is no, no, I can do it all. I can do it all. I got it. Right. Um, and that's, that's, that's not the vibe. You got it. We got to ask for help because you, you're not doing it all. You, we need, we need the support, but if people are like asking and, and wanting to help you and you're turning it away, then that is, that's not helpful. <laughs> so getting and accepting that and then not being afraid to ask for it, mm-hmm. not being afraid to ask for it and being very clear in your communication, even like, okay, accepting the help with, Hey, um, Michael, my husband, I just had this kind of day and can you take her while I take a bath for, um, before bed, even though that's not really a normal routine, but I need like an hour to take a bath. Yes. That's like like an example of me knowing I need help and asking for help and asking him and making that very clear. Right. And then as a result, vice versa, he does the same. So his thing is fishing. He's like an avid fisherman. His whole business model is based on fish. Um, he, he coaches leaders and he does that based on, um, fishing. It's like a metaphor. And so technically every time he's fishing, he's working, which is hilarious that he designed that kind of life. Uh, but he needs to go fishing to feel like that's his stress relief. Like he needs that. And so when he tells me like, Hey, I need to go fishing that's when I'll take him or take, take my daughter and we'll like trade off. So him asking for help and like us being on the same page of being able to ask for help is super important. Yeah. I think the asking for help thing is a big one because, you know, even I've gone through that too, where I, especially in the earlier stage of being a mom, I would just be like, no, I can do it all. I don't need help, you know, but I soon learned that that was not serving me in any way, shape or form. And I, I needed it. And I think too, quite often, if you put yourself out there and ask for help, whether that's your partner, whether that's a friend, whether that's, you know, family, whoever it is, obviously a trusting person, I would hope, um, you know, if you say, Hey, I would love a little bit of support, you know, could you, you know, watch my little one, kids, whatever it might be, you know, so I can get some of these things done people are more than happy to do it. In fact, they're probably sitting there waiting for that invitation to be asked. So I think that's an important key to take out of that as well is that, you know, you need to ask for help some from time to time because we all need it. You know, it doesn't matter what we've got going on in life. We need we need some time for ourselves. You know, we need some time to dedicate to our business or whatever it is, or even just have a coffee with a friend by yourself. You know, it's the little things, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's equally important to like be really intentional of knowing exactly what you, what kind of help you want and then what you're going to do with that time. And so, because the worst is then getting the help and then afterwards you don't really feel like you did what you needed to or got done what you wanted to. And so I think being super intentional with that up front will help you to feel more fulfilled and maybe even a little more brave and courageous and like asking for that because you you know what you you know yourself and you know what you want and you know what you need you know 
Yeah. And I love how, you know, when you become a mum, your time does become more limited. It's just, it really is the fact of the matter, as well as the mindset thing too, of course, but it really is, your time is a lot more limited. So I think also being able to say no to things like you mentioned, that is such a big, big thing because, you know, pre-motherhood, we probably said yes to every opportunity, to every coffee catch up, to every like everything possible. Whereas all of a sudden you've got this limited amount of time in your calendar and you look at it and you go, okay, is this something I really want to do? You know, is it going to fulfill me? Is it something I'm going to really love and enjoy? Is this something that is valuable enough to me that I want to take X amount of time out of my schedule to commit to? If it's a maybe or a I don't really know, then it's probably a no. And being able to say no is a big thing as well. Totally. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Oh, I that's mean, one thing I say all the time. I'm like, if I really? like hell yes to something, it's a no. Even if it's like a, oh, well, maybe, no. It's like, it's very yep. clear now. Yep. Like, I get that gut feeling. It's yes or it's no. No in between. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, that's how you can develop your intuition a little bit more is what was your initial reaction? Was it a hell yes? If not, then you know the answer is no. (laughs) So just get really good at saying no. And it's gonna, if you're new to saying no, it's very, very uncomfortable for people around you because you've always been known as the yes person. And so if you now all of a sudden start to become the person who is starting to say no, that makes others uncomfortable because now they have to start treating you differently because at the end of the day, you teach people how to treat you. And so- you have to decide what that is ahead of time, right? And like your actions and what you say yes to and what you're going to allow, the boundaries that you set are the way that people treat you. Um, And that will help you in maybe not having to say no as much after you kind of have that established, like this is what I'm available for. This is what I'm not available for, you know? Yeah. I love that. Oh, I have just loved chatting with you. I feel like I could talk to you all day. Um, So I'd love for you to share with listeners, where can they connect with you? So Instagram is a great option, Alicia Leadon. Um, If you guys are on LinkedIn, I'm pretty active over there also at Alicia Leadon. Um, YouTube, I have a podcast as well. and uh, my website, alishaleadon.com. Lovely. And I'm going to put all the links in the show notes so you can easily um, click on those and go and find Alicia. And obviously her book is coming out. I will pop the link to her book in the show notes as well so you can go and get your hands on it. Thank you. Yes, that's so crazy to say. It's amazing. <laughs> like so excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Massive congrats to you. Um, I cannot wait to get the book myself. And um, I just know that it'll be so valuable for any one who gets their hands on it so go to the link in the show notes to get that and um yeah thanks for being here thank you so much and I also you know I want to tell you how proud I am of you because you've come a really long way from finding a challenge that I was promoting on Facebook to now helping so many of your own clients and listeners and just really dove into this yourself and that's not a small feat to you at all so you should be really proud of yourself you've come a long way Thank you. Well, as you now know, you you kind of inspired this whole journey. So um, I have a lot to be thankful for with you as well. So thank you.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm so grateful for you and super glad you've taken the time out for yourself to tune into this episode. If you love today's episode, then don't forget to hit subscribe so you can catch the next one when it's released. 